0: Welcome to Dr. Carol's Couch with your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. All comments, views, and opinions are solely those of Dr. Lieberman, her guests, and callers. Now it's time to have a seat on Dr. Carol's Couch. Here's your host, Dr. Carol Lieberman.
1: And welcome to today's edition of Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Well, today we're talking about, would you like to be the smartest one in the room? Well, who wouldn't, right? Today, you're going to hear how from um, someone who is considered that. (laughs) He is a world-renowned mentalist, and his name is Jim Carroll. Now, let me give you a little background on Jim before we start. He's an amazing man. I'm really looking forward to, to hearing about him. He is recognized for his incredible memory and unusually high brain capacity. His, he has, his current book um, that we're gonna be talking about most today is Ultimate Memory Magic, the transformative program for sharper memory, mental clarity, and greater focus at any age. He's also written um, other books. One was called 50 Ways to Hustle Your Friends. Gotta hear about that one. And Useless Memory Skills. He has been using his brain training techniques to help wounded soldiers, autistic children, struggling high school students, and many more. He was recently appointed the celebrity spokesperson for the International Brain Research Foundation and was voted the world's greatest mentalist at the World Magic Awards. Now, um, he has been on countless shows, including the Tonight Show, Ellen today the Howard Stern show among many others so welcome to the show Jim
2: thank you Carol so so it hasn't always uh, been this way I mean I I grew up in a and worked in a steel mill most of my first 40 years of my life
1: the first 40 years wow yeah
2: yeah actually yeah 35. And then between the age of 35 and 40, I transitioned into becoming an entertainer. I'll tell you how it started. I saw working in the field. And you you could probably appreciate this. I I grew up very, very shy and backward and used to get bullied in school, even all the way up to being a senior. I mean, I used to get bullied. I'm a big guy, 6'2", 230, and I, I used to get bullied. And it got to a point where... I couldn't even get up in front of a class and talk to the kids. I couldn't look at people in the eye. I was really. and What what did
1: they bully you for? What did
2: they. I I don't know. Maybe because I didn't want to play sports. I didn't want to go out for wrestling. I didn't want to go play football. And I was the big one of the biggest guys in the school at the time. But I was. Hey, I played with trucks and cars when I was in 10th and 11th grade. I didn't grow up like any other normal kid. Do You know what I mean? I was like really backward and shy. I don't know what it was. And so what had happened was you could probably understand this more than anybody being into what you're doing. So I'm like, well, what do you do here? I mean, I got to go to school. I got to finish class. But it was so humiliating that I just didn't go anymore. And I got an F minus one. I mean, I must be the only person I ever got an F minus (laughs) one. And I didn't graduate with my class. I actually had to go to summer school to get my diploma. That's how bad it was. So I ended up working at the steel mill like everybody else living in Allentown, you know, like the Billy Joel song. (laughs) That was like my life. So I work at the steel mill and down there it was worse because now I'm getting bullied by people 10, 15 years older than me. All right. And one day something happened and and, uh, we won't get into that story. And I just changed my whole life changed. And then I met met this young Wait a
1: second. We can't not go into that story that caused her whole life to change. But wait, let me ask you, before we get into the 35, 40 age, um, tell me about, you know, I'm a psychiatrist. You have to tell me about your childhood. Well, besides being bullied, I mean, what were your parents like? My my
2: dad worked in a steel mill. My mom worked in a factory. Uh, It was like the typical Allentown Sixth Ward people. And we lived in an area, it was like a poor a poor area, and uh, it was actually nicknamed the sixth ward after the Allentown Hospital's sixth ward, which was the psychiatric ward. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs>
2: that's how crazy it was growing up. It was always really crazy growing up as a kid, and it's just like always getting picked on as a kid, always getting bullied. And I didn't know that this life existed, what I'm experiencing now, today, oh all right, God. as a kid. So, yeah. so what had happened was I, one day some, some guy was just beaten up, beaten on me and, and I couldn't take it anymore. And I just grabbed him and reversed the position. And, and that was it. I, I first time in my life I ever hit another human being. And I, that nobody ever picked on me after that. So, then I met this young lady. All right. Who, who I ended up marrying and I'm still married. That at, 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 I'm 70 now. So look how long it's been. All right. And, uh, So I couldn't even look her in the eye. Like she would always grab me by the face. Look at me. Look at me. Can't you look at me? I mean, that's how bad it was. And then all of a sudden, I took up magic as a hobby, card tricks. Mm. And I would show her a card trick, show her girlfriend's card tricks, her parents. And, And when I'd see the reaction, like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. That's so cool. I gradually started getting out of that shyness routine and backward routine and I was becoming more normal. It's really bizarre how that, that confidence, and magic was like a confidence builder for me. Wow. And then it got really so powerful, powerful. And fortunately for me, because what had happened was I was working at the steel mill and I got laid off. And you know the, all the layoffs back, back in the day. And my wife was, was eight months pregnant with our second child mm. and I didn't know what to do. So I took her Avon account and went to all her clients. Could you imagine? Look what I look like. Hey, in, hey, you want to buy some Ring Avon? Avon,
1: Avon calling.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I was, I would show the, the people card tricks. And I don't know if they felt sorry for me or they like my card tricks. I become one of the biggest selling Avon yeah. guys, you know, yeah. probably the only guy. And and but, so they hired me to do a show for a thousand people with these big 36-foot screens to do my card tricks.
1: Wait, and, Avon, you know, who did? Avon did?
2: Yeah, yeah, a long time ago, a bunch of, so Uh I did the first time in my life I ever did a performance in front of anybody, and then uh, it went over so well that here I am, 5,000 shows later, I became this card performer, a guy that would do card routines and crazy stunts because I worked in a steel mill, so I would put my hand in a bear trap, and I would bend steel spikes with my bare hands and do a card trick or two, and before you know it, I started traveling around the whole country doing this. And, and it was really amazing. And people started calling me the psychic madman. Now, I'm neither psychic nor madman. My <laughs> madman came from the steel. And the psychic came because in 1990, listen to this, in 1990, I was at a, I was at a program. And uh, somebody asked me what the lottery was going to be on December 22nd, the daily number. And and I told him to play two 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 because I had a dream last night. All right. And uh what had happened was I'll tell you the dream. I'm laying in bed, and all of a sudden the phone rings, I'm like, hello, and it he goes, Jim, you were right. The Pennsylvania Daily Number on December 22nd was 222. And I woke up and I wrote it down at the side of the bed, and I was rushing around to hurry up because I had a show in Philadelphia, and my wife comes up to me, she goes, What's this? And I didn't remember the dream. Until I read the little note that I wrote down. And I go, oh my gosh, that's a dream I had last night. I'll tell you about it on the way down. So I'm going down to Philly to Villanova University. And, and that's where I held up the sign, play 222. Two. And that was in November. Carol, this is a true story, Carol. And from November 8th till December 22nd, I had 34 programs, holiday shows, different things. And I would tell everybody to play 222. Two, two. And on, on December 22nd, 222 two, two came up. And that's what launched me. And that's how I got the name Psychic Madman.
1: Oh, my God. Really cool. I I hope you had a ticket for 222.
2: No, I didn't play it. I forgot to play it. Yeah, listen here. So so I'm standing in line on December 22nd to go to a show. This is true. And and there's like 80 people in the line. I'm like, I got to hurry up. I got to go to the show. I'm going to be late. So I just left the line. I found out later all the the reason why there were eighty people, they were all playing two two two. The word spread like wildfire all throughout the Lehigh Valley. And on that day, over over I think it was some I don't know how much was won, but it was it broke all these daily number laws and everything else and all these records. And they actually changed the that that, that, that they have a cutoff now after so many people play a number, they cut it off. But that was amazing. That was like so and everybody's coming up to me. And I got known all over. I was on Paul Harvey News. Radio. I, was yes, yes, I got I calls from the that. Carson show. It was like really bizarre. My God. From, that's how the career launched. And, uh,
1: Amazing that it's so kind of ironic that that launched your career and yeah. yet didn't give you any money.
2: No, it didn't. I mean, directly
1: didn't give you any money. No, I didn't make, by your career.
2: <laughs> I got about a, a thousand hugs and kisses from everybody when they <laughs> see me. Like, oh my gosh, we just. In fact, there's a there's a, a, a fire a fire department where I did a holiday party. Lehigh Township Fire Department. They bought a brand new truck and everything else. All the all the guys they 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 bet wow. on that number. So It was really exciting. It was like an exciting time for me back then, and then that's how I got the nickname Psychic Madman. Uh-huh. And then and then I got on television. I got on my first TV show from that. Rosie O'Donnell was on at the time. Oh wow! Yeah. So then, and that's how everything started. The whole career started. I was known as this guy that does card tricks. She, in fact, Rosie called me Card Man. So I did card tricks and different things like that. And I remember that really good. The first thing I that was the first TV show. Like I did a card trick where she picked a card and she called up my little boy. He was nine at the time and he told her what the card was over the phone and oh she dropped it was so crazy. That's,
1: that's okay. How did your all right how did your little boy know what the card was?
2: Well, that's that's a little secret we had. <laughs> <laughs> So it's a, It was really fun. We had. It was a fun time getting the career started. But to make a long story short, once again, I never looked back and never went back to the steel mill. And I became this entertainer, traveled around. I've probably done upwards of over, over three thousand colleges in my career, and uh, and life was really good. It was.
1: Uh, you know, when I was in college, I sold Avon. <laughs> oh my. I didn't have any car tricks. I just, uh, but yes, I'm very familiar with Avon.
2: Well, I, I needed the car tricks though. <laughs>
1: well, uh, no, know. I think, um, I mean, I'm sure that that helped, but just a man selling Avon that, you know, they, that women of course are going to be attracted to a man selling Avon, you know? Um, but how, what I want to know is how did you get from, these card tricks, Avon and card tricks, to, um, to memory and to being the, a mentalist, a brain person.
2: Now, we're going to jump. We're going to jump here. This is really amazing. It did not begin till I was about to turn 50. I was 49, about to turn 50. I had no idea or inclination that memory even existed in my life, all right? And what had happened was I had these pains and chest pains and everything else, and I was on tour at it. And I come home and I went to the doctor. They sent me to a cardiologist, and he told me I had cardiomyopathy. I go, what's that? He goes, you got the heartbeat of a 93-year-old man. I go, well, that's not good. I go, any more good news? He goes, yeah, you have a super enlarged heart. I go, well, there you go. I got, I get a big heart. He goes, no, this is serious. I'm like, eh. I went home. I told my wife that said no more Philly cheesesteaks, no more 40 hot dogs a week. And I changed my diet, completely changed my diet. You know, growing up outside of Philadelphia, but you could eat a lot of Philly cheesesteaks in your life. So, So what had happened was I started doing an exercise bike. This is an absolute amazing, true story. I highly recommend anybody do this. I started doing this bike. It was so boring, Carol, that I would, take my deck of cards, which I was very familiar with, all right? And just to keep from being bored, I would try to memorize groups of cards, like five, 10 at a time, just to keep from being bored. And then the one day I memorized like a half a deck on, in an hour on a bike, and I remembered them. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. So what I started doing was I said, I'm not going to get off this bike until I could memorize the whole deck. So in order to do that, I had to make it easier on myself. And I developed what they call a mnemonic system. And I used all these like celebrities that were real famous at the time. Like I looked in People Magazine and all the the top male celebrities at the time were like Brad Pitt, Denzel Washington, Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods. So I looked at them and I put them in a numerical order from one to fifty two. All right. Like like Michael Jordan, I put at number twenty three so I could remember him there because I was Michael Jordan's number. Denzel Washington, I put at number one because Washington was the first president. So I put him at an order where I could easily remember them. And I'd be on my bike and I use these flashcards. I still use them. All right. And I would number the flashcards one to fifty two. And on the back would be the celebrity that I had memorized, like. Number one, Denzel Washington. Number 23, Michael Jordan. Number two, Brad Pitt. And I would ride my bike and do this. In about three weeks, I converted the 52 celebrities that I memorized into 52 cards. Each celebrity became a card. It is so like, amazing. I mean, like yeah. the ace
1: of diamonds. I mean, the yeah, like the,
2: the ace, ace of spade. spade was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger, ace of spades. See, oh, like that. Oh, Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, it's really clever. And so I start memorizing these cards faster and faster now because I now had a what I call today a mini matrix that I developed, like a matrix in my brain, a mental matrix. Yeah. So what had happened was, I said, okay, I'm not getting off this bike until i could memorize the whole deck of cards and i'm riding my bike and all of a sudden took me about an hour and 40 minutes the first time i ever did it but i was on my bike for an hour and 40 minutes and i memorized the whole deck of cards then that gradually got down to an hour and 20 minutes then it got down to an hour then when it got under an hour i'm like oh this is amazing what your brain's capable of so i took my flashcards. And started writing digits of pi, you know, pi, three, one, four, five, nine, two, six, five, three, five, eight, nine, seven, nine, two, two. I was memorizing pi on flashcards on the bike and a deck of cards at the same time. I mean, my brain just was like, it was just like working in high gear. And I never did any of this before. I worked in a steel mill, I barely made it out of high school. All right. And all of a sudden, I'm discovering at the age of 50 that your brain is a remarkable piece of machinery, man. It's crazy. Yeah. And the cool thing is, I was getting myself in shape at the same time. Yeah. So this kept going on and on and on and on and on. And then when I was about to turn 60, I went to the USA Memory Championships. I met this guy there, the founder, Tony Dattino. And I said, hey, let me show, give me your cards here. I'm going to show you something. And I shuffled the deck of cards up. And I go, watch. I looked at the cards. And in a minute, I memorized the whole deck. He's
1: That's a thousand. Wait, wait, wait. Wait when you say memorize the whole deck, I mean every deck is the same. There are four suits and and
2: I know, but, but but what I'm doing, Carol, I'll show you. You could see this now. Your your guests your 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 viewers won't see it because it's audio. But let's see, I mix the cards up and I let I would let them shuffle them, cut them, mix them up, and then I would look at the cards. For one minute, like I'm doing right now.
1: You mean, and you would remember the order that they were in?
2: Yes, yes. See, so clever. And then, and then, like, here, I'll just do a couple for you now. And this is what I did on the Ellen show. The, the first time I did this, I did it on Ellen. Now, watch. Here, would you? I'm done, believe it or not. Watch. I close my eyes. Ace of diamond, five of heart, nine of club, seven of club, two of spade, then the ace of heart, 10 of diamond, 5 of club, 5 of spades, 3 of heart. You get the idea. That's what I did on my bike every day. And my brain kept getting stronger and stronger and stronger and more powerful. But here's the most amazing thing. When I turned 60, I went back to that cardiologist. It was He was blown away. He goes, oh my gosh, this is the first time I ever seen a reversal of an enlarged heart and I no longer had cardiomyopathy. Oh, wow. What I did was energize in my whole body and and making new connections in my brain, which I now know is, is called neuroplasticity and neurogenesis, the birth of new neurons. I now took this memory and I studied a brain. This is amazing what anybody is capable of doing this. Anybody is capable uh-huh, of this.
1: Uh-huh.
2: So that's kind of how it all began. Wow, that's exercise an amazing bike Because I had a little health issue.
1: That's Not an amazing story. Concerns. Now, yes. I just want to go back for a second. We're almost, we only have a couple, a minute yeah. left. And maybe we can talk about this when we come back. But um, looking back, don't you think that um, you didn't realize it at the time, but your brain, your memory was helping you from the beginning with the car tricks?
0: Yeah,
2: of, of course it was. Yeah, of course it was. I, in other words, I, I never tapped into it. I never tapped into the full potential of the brain. I didn't know that this existed. And then the more I got into it and the more people like yourself that I met over the years, these doctors and neurologists, neuropsychologists, it's amazing what the brain is. Remarkable.
1: Yes. All right. Well, we need to take a break here. My guest is Jim Carroll. Um, His book is called Ultimate Memory Magic. This is a great story that you just told. And um, you're listening to Dr. Carroll's Couch, and we will be right back.
2: Follow Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts.
0: Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help?
3: Birdie told me Voice
2: America is on Twitter. Follow us at Voice America TRN. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain
0: firing really fast.
3: All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your
0: opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman.
1: Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. We're talking today about would you like to be the smartest one in the room, and who wouldn't, and we are hearing from my guest, Jim Carroll, who is uh, telling us about his experiences, and certainly as a child, he never would have imagined that he would be the smartest one in the room, but he is. His new book is called Ultimate Memory Magic. Um, why don't we talk about, so now we, oh, and let me just tell you, uh, tell people a few fun facts about you. You talked about the Pennsylvania lottery. Um, Jim also made headlines by predicting the outcome of the Final Four on a national radio show before the tournament began. And he also knows over eighty thousand zip codes, thousands of digits of pie, the Scrabble dictionary, sports almanacs, medical journals, and thousands of other facts. How why isn't your head exploding?
2: <laughs> Actually, you know what? I, I think This is the most important thing a human being can do is, is cognitive fitness, cognitive fitness exercising your brain. Even if it's only 20 minutes a day, it is the absolute, it's just as important, if not more important than working out your body. And not only that, but it, it encourages you to work out your body. They both go hand in hand. And that's kind of what I always did. I did the brain and the body at the same time on the bike. Like now I take, I'm 70 years old. I take my dog for a walk up this huge hill every, every day. And as I'm walking, I'm, rehearsing things that i didn't remember uh rehearse for a long time with the memory see and i'm all about long-term memory not short term i'm about learning something and bam remembering it forever that's what's really really cool that is the coolest thing i think i didn't have this when i was a kid i wish i did my gosh i don't know what the heck i'd be doing with it so it's it's Exercising your brain is so important. I can't even stress that. It, bu- it builds up your self-esteem. It gives you energy. Like right now, I'm energized. I feel so much energy. Where does that come from? I don't, you know what I mean? It's a, your brain is just a remarkable thing. And the creativity, the intuition, like you said about the 2 2, two the sports predictions, I owe that all to exercising my brain, you know? And uh, anxiety, stress, everybody's dealing with that today. This Releases all of that. It's so good for you. Exercise in your brain.
1: Okay, so why don't you give us some of your top tips that you talk about in your ultimate memory magic? I mean, what about well, for people who don't can't or or it's not easy for them to do what you were saying that you did with the cards?
2: Well, I'll tell you what. Like, like you don't have necessarily have to do cards. Like, what, one of the best things that I learned how to do. You have the three things. Besides, you have memory. And and once again, I'm not a, a psychologist. I'm not a I don't have a degree in this, but this worked for me. Memory, attention and focus. If you work on those three things, they all go hand in hand because without focus and attention, there is no memory. And without three of them, there's no knowledge. And so what what it happened is like the best thing to do is to work on the the attention and the focus first. And what I did was I took the alphabet, like A, B, C, D, E, F, G, and like A is one, B is two, C is three, all the way up to J. All right? And J, instead of being the 10th letter of the alphabet, it became zero. I would drop off the first digit. I would only maintain a single digit count. So, therefore, the alphabet would be A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, and then K instead of 11 would be one again. Uh-huh. L would be two. M would be three. And you do it all the way up to T, and then T instead of being 20 would be zero. If somebody would write the alphabet down and do that, and remember those letters like that, it is the perfect exercise for focus and attention. And then what you do is as you get faster and faster, like I have four grandkids, and my seven-year-old grandson... All right, I could go W, he goes three, uh, hmm. L, two. He got it in his head so fast. Once you get it fast, it takes time. It's, it, nothing, nothing happens overnight. You have to work at this. All right, but once you build up the speed, Carol, now as you're driving, you can do this exercise anywhere, anytime. Like a lot of people say, I just don't have time to work on my brain. I don't have no, you, everybody has time. I don't care what you're doing, you have time for this. Once you do that little focus exercise, here's how. Say hey, you see a stop sign. I don't see stop. I see 9056. Uh-huh. Right? Or if you see a street sign like Mulberry Street, that would be like 31225885. You get the idea. It's like, are your name 31852? And I'm assuming your name ends with an E, so that would be five. See, that's what I do. I quickly convert the letters into numbers and what that did for you was it exercised your brain but more importantly it got you to focus because if you if you miss focus on that and that's kind of what I do i come up with things like that and uh that that's a pretty good way to start and there are like like say for example here for memory here you may, I put stories to different things like my wife will give me a grocery list and i'll like well, anything under fifteen, I'll remember. But above that, even I have to write it in my phone sometimes. You know, I'm not going to go through all of that. But, but I, as an experiment, I did it one time. I got up to fifty-three things. All right. Oh
1: my God. Yeah.
2: But here's how. Now, say I give you these words. I'll give you some words. Uh, car, cinder block. Now, neither one of us are writing them down, and all your listeners don't have to write it down. But and they'll all remember these words. Yeah. A bear. A big toe, a potato, a swimming pool, a taxi cab, a priest, a bowl of spaghetti, a ping pong ball, a butterfly, a can of Coca-Cola, a table shaped like a triangle. I just gave you 14 words. Nobody can remember 14 words because your short-term memory is only capable of remembering five to eight things. That's why there are seven digits in a phone number. So if you could remember double that, that's pretty cool. And in order to do that, you have to learn some mnemonic techniques. Like this is the coolest mnemonic. I put those words, I was given those initial words that I just gave you, those 14 words at MIT. I was doing a presentation at MIT, which I do a lot of presentations there. And, uh, and I, I shouted out to the to the students, give me a word. I know those were the 14 words they gave me, and I never forgot them. And right. here's what I did: as they gave me the words, I started putting a story together in my head, and I'm gonna give you that story right now. I'm backing up my car, all right,
0: and all so of a sudden clunk. I hear a
2: clunk. I go, What the heck? Who put a cinder block behind my car? And I opened the door to get the cinder block, and there's a big bear standing I live in upstate New York. We have bear. And there's a bear standing there, and the block fell on his big toe. And uh-huh. the bear was eating a potato. I'm like, why is a bear eating a potato? See, I put the story. <laughs> there, and, and the crazier and more outrageous the story is the easier it is to remember. And I'll show you shortly. Watch. So the bear's eating a potato, and he was really mad at me. He threw the potato at me. I ducked, and it went in my neighbor's pool. And the pool didn't have water in, because it's always cold up here. And so I walked to the edge of the pool, and there's a taxi cab parked in the bottom of my neighbor's pool. I'm like, what's a cab doing in my neighbor's pool? And I looked a little closer, and there's a priest in the backseat eating a bowl of spaghetti. (laughs) <laughs> but it wasn't spaghetti and meatballs, Carol. It was spaghetti and ping pong balls. <laughs> he rolled down the window, opened his mouth. There was a ping pong ball in his mouth. He spit it out. It turned into a beautiful butterfly. And the butterfly flew right at me, landed on a can of Coke that was sitting on this really cool looking triangular table on my deck. Bingo. I just gave you the 14 words, and you now remember them. And so do probably 90% of your listeners. Watch. <laughs> As I go through the story, you're going to get I'll give you the first word, car. I'm backing up my car, and all of a sudden, clung, block. I hit?
1: Cinder block.
2: Right. And what did the cinder block fall on?
1: Uh, the big toe.
2: Of, of a what? What kind of animal? Oh,
1: a bear. A bear with a big toe.
2: And what was the bear eating?
1: A uh, potato. Listen, look at this, How cool is this?
2: And when he threw the potato at me, where did it go in my neighbor's what?
1: When he threw what at you, the potato, the potato. at you? Yeah, uh, in pool.
2: And what was in the a taxi was, cab? The, and who was in the back seat of oh, the cab? Yes. What was the preceding?
1: A bowl of spaghetti, but instead of uh, instead of meatballs, it was a something ball. It was ping a pong
2: meatball. ball. Ping pong ball. ball. And when okay. he spit the ping pong ball out, Carol, what did it turn into? A butterfly. And when that butterfly flew on me, what did it land on?
1: A triangular table
2: and what was sitting on this triangle table? Know, a can, a can of Coke. Look at that. You just did all 14 words <laughs> you didn't write everything down. That's how cool your brain is, but you got to make it fun and interesting and create stuff like I did. and that's what I would suggest for people to do that's easy. Instead of sitting there memorizing 30,000 digits of pi like I did, just do this story and and convert letters to numbers and you're exercising your brain every day. Play a game of Scrabble every once in a while with your partner. You know, things like that. Play a game of cards. Cards are really good for your brain. Bridge, poker, whatever you play. Even war, you know? So. Yeah, that, great. Wow. That,
1: that's, that is really great. Um, but, you know, but that is, you know, I could, that's fun. And, and I could see what you're doing. But, like, when you memorized zip codes and, you um, you know, but thousands of digits of pi. Like, how- did you make stories of, about zip codes?
2: Right here, here, exactly, here's what here's what I do. The secret, we It all goes back to those celebrities. Remember when we first started this conversation? I said I had a list of celebrities. Denzel Washington was number one. Brad Pitt number two. Tom Cruise number three. George Foreman number four. Okay, and Michael J. Fox number five. We'll just use those five to start with. This is called the beginning of my mental matrix. All right. Let me explain. Those five celebrities now are one to five and they're called my anchors.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Now. So if you could put to memory Denzel Washington one, that's easy. Washington. This visualize Denzel Washington crossing the Delaware, not George Washington. All right. Number two, Brad Pitt, Brad, the B and Brad second letter in the alphabet, two T's in Pitt, two syllables, Brad Pitt, Therefore, number two is Brad Pitt. Tom Cruise, three letters in Tom. First letter of his last name is a C, third letter in the alphabet. Tom Cruise, perfect fit for number three. George Foreman, no brainer. George Foreman, four Foreman. And Michael J. Fox, well, where I grew up in in Pennsylvania, we had a news station called Fox 5, a television station called Fox 5. So that's why I put Michael J. Fox at 5. Now, so we start the matrix with that. Now you could easily add things to that. Let me explain. Like, say you want to add a state. The first five states of the union, the first state of the union was Delaware. How hard is that? Denzel Washington. You visualize Denzel Washington crossing the Delaware. Okay. And and it's funny looking. He looks like George Washington, but it's Denzel Washington. Two is Brad Pitt. Pitt. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is your second state. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Tom Cruise. I grew up on the East Coast. For your listeners that grew up on the East Coast or have been here, I visualized Tom Cruise cruising the Jersey Shoreline from Atlantic City down to Wildwood to Cape May. So when you think of Tom Cruise being number three, you remember Tom Cruise cruising the Jersey Shoreline. George Foreman, four. If you visualize George Foreman, four. George... Georgia, Georgia is the fourth state of the union, and then the fifth state of the union is Connecticut. So how I connected that, Michael J. Fox was five. They happen to have a huge casino in Connecticut called Foxwoods. So therefore, if you remember Michael J. Fox five, you remember Foxwoods Casino, and you remember Connecticut. So that I did that all the way down to fifty for fifty states. Then I put countries to them. Then I put different things like that. I have like all the countries and capitals memorized. Like say you want to remember, like say Costa Rica. All right. I put Costa Rica with Chris Rock. It's almost like it's meant to be. Chris Rock, Costa Rica. <laughs> you get the idea? And you want to put cards to them like I explained uh, before. You know, it's kind
1: of like yeah. when, when, as kids, um, I used to play with my mother. Um, I went to the store and I bought. And yeah. each person would, did you play that when you were a kid? Yeah, exactly. Next it's called it's almost, start, I went to the store and I bought an apple, then the next person would say I went to the store and I bought a banana, and then the next person I bought cottage cheese. So yeah, those are the kinds of things even parents can do this kind of thing to help kids.
2: Yes, I best, one of the best things for memory right there. That's one of the best things. The more you exercise, the more you use it, you know how to say "use it or lose it." That definitely pertains to the brain,
0: right? right. right?
2: And people, I, I see so many people. Oh, I'm sixty years old. I'm losing sixty. You're young. My God, I'm seventy. All right, and not only really that, I hear this lady go. She goes, "I was with my girlfriend Sally." She goes, "My memory is terrible now." I, we forgot where we parked our car at the mall, yeah. and I go, "Well, what were you doing at the time?" Well, I was on the cell phone calling my son, and she was on her cell phone. What? You weren't focused. That's what we talked of. Here, remember, focused. Notice it's not her memory that's going bad; it's her focus. She wasn't focused, attentive. Everything. It's just so much. You just got to have fun with this. Have fun, relax. It it, it, it takes away the stress, the anxiety. It helps with your anger. I mean, this thing is the best thing you could do. Work your brain, even if Sony, you don't have to do it like I do it, two, three hours a day. Now, you can, all you need is 15, 20 minutes, you know, and you find time to do it. It's—it's it's really crazy.
1: Wow, you—you you spend two, three hours now doing it.
2: Yeah, well, well yeah, because I'm out to—I'm out for something greater here. Like now, I started memorizing phobias. I'm up to 100 and some phobias. <laughs> That would, that's up your alley phobias i didn't know <laughs> this phobia this is a phobia for almost everything it's crazy <laughs> oh
0: that's good <laughs> yeah, i have
2: no life cow i sit here and memorize almost anything i get my hand <laughs> like I'm, i have i have to fly next uh in the next couple of days to the west coast so on my flight i'll be memorizing stuff I pro- i'm constantly practicing constantly moving that brain but around do you
1: feel like uh, do you ever worry that your brain is going to fill up with all these things? And Impossible,
2: not- in my opinion. Now, I'm not a doctor. And I don't, I'm not, you know, from my limited knowledge of what I know about the brain, I think your brain has, in my opinion, I, I think your brain has unlimited capacity. I, I, I totally believe that. Your brain is like the universe, you know, like your brain has like 100, over 100 billion neurons, now think about the universe. All the all the stars in the universe, the hundred billions of the stars. You know, I look at each star like it's a neuron, and your brain, your neurons have got to communicate with each other, and that's what prov- that's what provides you with a healthy brain. If if your neurons don't communicate, that's that causes cell death and everything else, and all kinds of neurological disorders. So I'm all about healthy brains. This is more about. This isn't about showing off. Hey, look, I could I memorize this that. No, it's not about showing off. It's about healthy brain, healthy body, healthy wellness. I'm all about health now, brain health. Yeah, and that, but it all started with exercising on the bike. I didn't plan on becoming this. Do you know what I mean? It was totally accidental. Yes. Yeah.
1: Very interesting. Yep. Well, we have another break that we have to take. It's going really quickly. Maybe when you, we come back, you can tell us about some of the work that you're doing with veterans and with oh. autistic children and so on. Um, and how you work with them. My guest is Jim Carroll. His book is called Ultimate Memory Magic. Oh, and we should touch on the other two books of yours too, 50 Ways to Hustle Your Friends and Useless Memory. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carroll's Couch, and we'll be right back.
3: The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Dr. Carol is a certified psychiatrist who not only has won an Emmy, but is a regular on top television shows like Oprah Winfrey and Larry King. She's here to help you through books, CDs, and helplines. Having trouble relaxing? Check out her relaxation CD. Has the fear of terrorism crippled your life? Call the terrorism hotline. And if you're having trouble with relationships, check out her book, Bad Boys. Dr. Carol wants to help you today, so contact her at www.drcarol.com or for immediate help at 1-900-860-COPE. Get help making sense of these troubled times, www.drcarol.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio
3: Network
2: Philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog.
0: All access, all the time.
3: Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com.
0: Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman.
1: Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman. Would you like to be the smartest one in the room? Well, today's guest is giving you tips on how to do that. And yes, the overall philosophy of uh, how it's important to exercise your brain, just like it's important to exercise your body, really is something that we all can remember um, as to why it's so important. You know, be- during the break, I was telling Jim Carroll um, about how in medical school, you know, I had tons of things to memorize. Plus, I went to medical school in Belgium, so the the studies were all in French, <laughs> and so it was it was not easy. But I was I'm remembering about how. I would set things to music, like the Krebs cycle. I sent to straight set to strangers in the night. <laughs> da, 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 da. I don't re- I don't remember now the uh, chemicals, <laughs> but it worked at the time, except that when I'd be taking tests, I'd be humming <laughs> humming the song. and uh, in order to have to remember what each of the chemicals were at each of the different stages. Um, did you want to say something about that?
2: Well, definitely, the senses are so important. All, 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 of your senses are important for memory, Carol. Like, okay, like, like mine. Mine's based on seeing things and reading and things like. That. But hearing is so important. Even smell. How many smells? Like you smell something like, oh my gosh! I remember when I was a kid. All of a sudden, it would bring back a memory. You know, and 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 especially hearing. Look at like my wife. She loves. She's madly in love with Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith. She probably knows. Every Aerosmith song, word for word, you know what I mean? It's from hearing them, and yeah. So your memory clicks in with 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 hearing, with sight, with smell, with taste. It's, it's just amazing. And my back, my granddaughter, I was showing off the other day about how how easy it is to learn the fifty states, the first fifty states and capitals. She goes, pops. I already know that. She goes, we do, we do it. We do it by a song, and she sang this song. with all. Huh. So I I know what you're talking about. It's amazing. Yeah. So that's good. It doesn't matter how you do it, as long as you do it. That's the key. And just like my system, you don't have to use celebrities. You could use family people. You could use relatives as your anchors, your your, your matrix anchors. You could use uh, athletes with the jersey numbers. Whatever people want to use. And if if you're an entomologist, use use insects. You know names or whatever. That's what's cool about it. Every brain is different. Seven billion people in the world, no two brains are alike. You can use any technique you want, but the, the point is use it. Do something. you got to exercise it.
1: Yes. And, and another fun fact about Jim is he can tell you the day of the week for every date all the way back to 1 AD. Oh, God. Oh, there- well,
2: there's a story behind that one. Yeah. The reason why I go back to 1 A.D., here's why. I'm at the United States Military Academy. And at the time, I've been there 67 times, United States Military Academy. And I'm like, all right, give me a date. Anybody give me their birth date. Because you know, if I don't get your date, the day of the week you were born, I'll give you $100. That's what I would do, a challenge. So everybody's like, April 10th. And I'd be right, be right. And all of a sudden, this one cadet stands up. He goes, July 4th, 1776. <laughs> Like wait a minute. I said birthdays. He goes, "No, you didn't, sir." He goes, "You said dates." He said if we don't and I did not know cuz I only went back to like 1930 or something like that. myself. <laughs> so, when I went home that night, I went on a computer to timeanddate.com. If if people go to timeanddate.com, that's what the United States, Britain, that's what we use for the calendar. And on com. It goes all the way back to 1752. And then what happens if you pull up the calendar on timeanddate.com, here's a fact that probably nobody knows, timeanddate.com, go to 1752, put that year in, and you'll see when you come to the month of September, it goes September 1st, September 2nd, September 14th, September 15th. It skips 3rd, 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, yeah when they woke up in the united states and britain on that day the calendar jumped ahead to compensate for lunar cycles and people don't know about that in fact google and 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 alexa don't even know about that it's like really really cool they know about it but they don't compensate so what i did was i went beyond that and went to 1702 1600s 1500s and when i got down to one idea i said now I got it. Nobody's going to stump me now. No, <laughs> nobody's going to stump me that cost you
1: $100, so you'll remember that. that
2: was, I happily gave them that. That was great. <laughs>
1: yeah. So um, so tell us about your work with, with veterans and with um, with autistic children.
2: Oh, uh, definitely. We, we'll start with the veterans. Uh, so dear, 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 dear friend of mine, Elaine Rogers, she was the president CEO of USO Metro down in, in Washington, D.C., and I went down there with Montel Williams one day. He said, come on down here. The veterans would love to see what you do and blah, blah, blah. And I went down there and I did some of my stuff. And uh, I went down with Montel again the following month. And then that time we walked into a room where they just come back with fresh wounds. And the one boy, we'll call him Jason for now. He was standing there sitting on, laying on the bed, all pale as a ghost. And his mom was in the room and the nurse and, and Montel and myself. And and we couldn't get his attention. Montel couldn't get his attention. He would, he hadn't said a word since he came back. And I went up to him and I said, "Hey, how you doing, Jason?" He go. I go. I'm Jim Carroll. Did, did you ever see the? Am I allowed to say jackass? Jack, the Jackass movie? Yeah. And and he go because I was in the Jackass Two movie. All right. And uh, I I threw playing cards in the movie. I was like they brought me on as the guy to throw cards. At, at Anyway. So and all of a sudden he looked at me and he smiled and he must, the movie was out at the time. And then I then I said, Jason, name a card. He names the card. And then he goes, do you mean you know, you know, Wee Man and Bam and Steve? I go, yeah, I was in the movie. And he starts talking to me. Then I go, Jason, one more thing. You're gonna take, your mom's gonna take a card. and It's gonna be the queen of hearts. Just tell her it's queen of hearts. I called the, the young lady over. I said, pick a card. She goes, I can I can I go, take a card. He takes a card. I go, Jason, read your mom's mind. He goes, it's red. And it's the queen of heart. That was it. Niagara Falls. That's when I knew there's more to this than just doing tricks. There was like something therapeutical behind this. And from that day on, I started going down to Walter Reed with Elaine Rogers. The president set up a program for me. I now call it Cognitive Intelligence, where I teach. I help people with ptsd and traumatic brain injury and that's why i met dr neil grunberg down there all these doctors from nico and this thing blew up so one day i get a call hey jim uh how would you like to go to overseas i go what i go i've never left the united states they go and i'm 60 something at the time they go yeah but you're going to be with scarlett johansson chris evans <laughs> and i go you know what i'll, I'll do it i said what do i got to do they go just do your thing and they, they go, one of the countries you're going to be going to is Afghanistan, Qatar, Turkey. I'm like, whoa. So now I'm finding myself in a big jet plane going overseas. And, you know, and then I did it again three months later with the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, the vice chairman. The Before you know I'm I'm touring. Then I started doing military bases all over the place, all over the world. I Like I said, up until the age of 60, I've never been out in the United States. And I've been in, I don't know how many countries. It's crazy how this just blew up. And it's you know what, there's no end in sight. It's just it's just beginning. I'm seventy and everything's just beginning. It's like uh-huh. really bizarre. Uh-huh. So that's how I got into the military. Carol, the sweet the sweetie Lane Rogers down there. She's so awesome, and she 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 started that down there, and and uh, and I, I'm continuing it now with all the different foundations. So
1: you're showing um, the active and military and the veterans how to to build their. Memory? I call it
2: cogmental intelligence. The cog in cogmental comes from cognitive fitness on my bike every day. And the mental in cogmental comes from the mentalism. Everybody called me a mentalist, right? So I come up with the term cogmental. I created that, cogmental intelligence. And in there, it's like the building blocks of memory. I teach this mental matrix thing. I teach you how to focus the attention. I teach you this thing called odd skills, ODD observation deception detection and they love that notice how to tell if somebody's lying or telling the truth yeah so once again that comes with the intuition part and the creative see the more you exercise your brain it strengthens all of these things i don't have the answer how it works but it works and that's all that matters it's just really bizarre and then then i talk a little bit about memitation instead of meditation i do i created this thing called memitation where I sit on my chair at night. My wife will go, she's an early to bed person, and I'm, I usually stay up a couple hours later, and I do some of my memory stuff, and I'll sit on a couch, I'll close my eyes, I'll do my breathing exercises, like meditation, but then I j- jump into memitation. Like, say I taught you the, f- the first 10 celebrities, like Denzel Washington's number one, Brad Pitt's two, Tom Cruise's three, George Foreman's four, et cetera, and I teach you this. Now you sit on your couch, you do your breathing exercises, and then you review what I taught you. That's called meditation. And what happens is it actually exercises your brain late at night, and there's one of these neurotransmitters kicking called adenosine, and that's the neurotransmitter that makes you tired, to put you to sleep. And it kicks in even more, and it gets you tired. Like I'll practice my zip codes. I'll be on my my zero one zero zero one. I go on Massachusetts 01002. I never made it to Chicago six oh six oh one. All right, I'm out like a light. It puts me to sleep. It's like yeah, counting yeah. Feet. the brain is remarkable. I can't say enough about it. It's just the coolest thing in the world. I I I everybody should get into the brain. It's just the most amazing thing, and you never know what could happen to
1: you. Well, yes, that's uh you've given us lots of reasons why um we didn't uh, we only have like two minutes left for when um, we didn't get into 50 ways to hustle your friends and useless um, 50,
2: 50 ways to hustle your friends is the old Jim Carroll when I was the psychic madman the crazy guy that went around the country doing all these crazy tricks and card tricks 50 ways to hustle your friends was one is one of the coolest card trick books It teaches all these card tricks, math books. Now I'm going to come up with a version of that online, and people will be able to go online and they'll see me in person teaching them 50 ways. That'll even be more fun. So that's that's what 50 ways to hustle your friends was. That
1: sounds great. Wow, this um, (laughs) I you know I can tell as we're talking that that this really you you certainly have been building on this. Um, You know, since you first got into it, it's like really an exciting making you excited and passionate and everything else, you know, and here we have people who retire at 65 or whatever, instead, and there's so much more life to live, really, you know, if they if they put themselves to the task rather than thinking, Oh, well, I'm 65, I guess I should just forget about and your brain um, goes to sleep once you retire. And uh, and and don't have a purpose. It's really Future
2: that,
1: is, yep. that is the death knell, not only of memory and so on, but just in in general. Without a purpose, you, just, you things start falling apart in you, your your physical and mental state. Well, Jim Carroll, thank you so much. This has been really so exciting and interesting. Again, the book is called Ultimate Memory Magic, uh, with teaches you cognitive, as he was explaining, cognitive intelligence. Thank you so much. I wish well, you thank all you so seen. much for having me, Carol. It's a pleasure. And I wish you all thank and I thank you all for listening to, and we will be back next week.
0: Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at one p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.